The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And welcome, folks, to the On Point with Victor show. I am Victor Armendariz, uh, and this is the America's Web Radio Stations you are tuned into. I can't tell you how good it is to be back. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, my apologies for being out as long as I was. Although I do have a good reason for being out, and uh, I will, uh, I'll get into that a little bit. I, there are some stories that that are just out there today and breaking today that I've got to get to. I, I want to get right into things. We, I've been away. I feel like I've been away for months, even though it's really only been maybe three or four weeks. Um, so it's got. There, there's some stuff we got to get to. Um, you listeners, you're amazing. Uh, my apologies. Uh, I know I haven't responded to some of the outreach from some of you listeners with questions about what's going on. You want to know what I'm thinking, and uh, so that's why I want to jump right in today. I want to jump right into some analysis. So, so I, I want to jump into some a couple of, especially a couple of two big stories that we're breaking today. Uh, I want to get to. And then, uh, I'll, I'll touch base on why I was out, folks. I, I, it's kind of a public service announcement that I'm going to start making <laughs> that you have to be in tune with your body and be, be smart in, uh, your regular checkups and, and, and getting things checked out, no matter how healthy you think you are. And that's, that's, I just, that's, let, let that be a teaser right there, folks. You <laughs> know, no matter how healthy you are, you better be in tuned and be getting regular checkups and, and understand your or family genetic history, so I'll get to that, and uh, but that that's uh, going to be uh, a little bit later here in the show, and I'll tell you why I've been out, and uh, it was quite the experience, folks, quite the eye-opening experience, I should say so. But anyway, let me get to a couple of stories there. There, I, we all see the craziness that's going on in this world, folks. I mean. Everything is is uh, is backwards. I mean, what the what the Biden administration is doing, what the Democrats are doing, what the progressives are doing, ladies and gentlemen, I I'm hoping because we didn't see this in 2022. We just there uh, clearly there wasn't enough pain, there wasn't enough people aware of the stupidity that the the crazy direction uh, that this country is going in because of the Democrats. All of this is at the hands of the progressive Democrats, the Democrats of today. The, these are not the Democrats of JFK. And, and I will go ahead and warn everyone again. If you're a Trump voter out there and you're playing footsies with RFK and you're out there thinking RFK should be a VP candidate and all that on the Republican ticket, you're sadly mistaken. Don't be fooled by RFK. He's a Democrat. He's always been a Democrat. He'll always be a Democrat. And the only thing you need to know about RFK, no matter all the nice things he's saying and the, and he's, he's mimicking Trump in a lot of ways. Um, and I love the fact, don't get me wrong. I love the fact that RFK is giving Trump, I mean, uh, is giving Biden a headache. I love it. And I hope RFK keeps going. And I would love to, to, to be the, uh, 
the the soundboard for for a a Operation Chaos and RFK Operation Chaos. I would love to see some some uh, Trump supporters move over to the Democrat primary and and uh, or anybody really uh, to to if you if you're in a safe area and you can jump over to the Democrat primary and vote for RFK. Give Biden a hard time. Help RFK give Biden a hard time. That's just fun to watch because the DNC is never. Never, just as they never allowed or never will allow Bernie Sanders to win the nomination, they're not going to let RFK win the nomination. So, but it's fun. It's going to be fun to watch. And the more that RFK polls, uh, and the more headache he causes for the Democrats, it's just fun to watch. That's good entertainment for our side. But make no mistake. Make no mistake. Do not be fooled by RFK if you are a, a Trump supporter or, or a Republican supporter or conservative, whatever you are, libertarian, especially you libertarians. Don't fall for RFK's mess because let me tell you something. All you need to know about RFK is, is he is a diehard anti-gunner. He, he doesn't want civilians owning guns. He wants government to have guns, but not you. He wants his security to have guns, but not you. Now, he's not saying this now. He doesn't even want to broach the issue right now because he's doing very well skirting issues and and lining up with Trump to try to suck away some of the libertarian support. But make no mistake, RFK is an anti-gun guy. He has always been and he always will be. He's also a climate nut. RFK is a climate nut job. That's his religion. The climate is his religion. That Go look at the history of things he said. I do believe RFK is in the camp of if you don't believe in the climate religion, you should be placed in jail. That is not somebody who's friendly to the conservative cause. That's not someone friendly to the libertarian cause. So that's just a warning I'm going to keep issuing because I continue. I continue to have people come up and reach out to me. Man, RFK, RFK this. Boy, wouldn't it be great for Trump to choose RFK as a VP? No. It would be a disaster, an unmitigated disaster. So just I, look, I, I don't you can support and, and fight for who you want. But I'm just warning you, if you consider yourself a Trump supporter, a MAGA supporter, a conservative, a libertarian, a freedom lover, a liberty lover, if you enjoy the Second Amendment, if you like the First Amendment and you don't believe in the climate hoax, you don't believe we just should destroy our energy sector in the name of a climate cult religion. Well, then you don't want RFK to be anywhere near the conservative ticket. So that's all I'm going to say there. Now, <clears throat> saying that, like I said before, I'm all for Operation Chaos. I'm all for uh, helping RFK give Biden a, a pain in the you-know-what, a pain in the nether, nether regions, because it's going to be fun to watch the Democrats, uh, how they squirm and how they pull strings and finagle things and, and rig the system so that he will not be the nominee, just as they did it for Hillary against Bernie Sanders. So make no mistake there, you're going to see that. So, all right, so a couple of news topics that I've got to, I've got to get right into this is a story you're not going to hear anywhere you're not even going to hear this in the state of georgia which is where this story originates you're not going to hear it in georgia you're not going to hear it anywhere this should be national news this should be national news and if if this were a democrat if i'm sorry if this were a republican who switched to a democrat situation it would be national news it would be national news but it's not you see 
Here's what you're not going to hear. You're not going to hear this on CNN. You're not going to hear this on MSNBC. You're not going to hear this on NBC or ABC or PBS or NPR. You're not going to hear it on CBS. You're not going to hear this anywhere, I guarantee you. It probably... This is probably the first time you're going to hear it is here on the On Point with Victor show. Uh, but if you listen to other talk radio show hosts, you'll probably hear this story. But you won't hear this story from the mainstream media. You won't hear the Democrats talk about this story. You won't have a Washington journalist ask any questions about this story, which they would do. They would do if it were a Republican switching to a Democrat. But ladies and gentlemen... Here in the state of Georgia, and listen, I'm lucky to be here because this is the the home state of the On Point with Victor show, the home station, the flagship station. Look, I know there's lots of listeners. We have listeners in every state. We have listeners in Mexico. We have listeners in, in Spain. We have listeners all over the world, and especially all over the United States. And uh, but the flagship station is Atlanta, Georgia, and uh, and and here in Georgia we have our state legislature, just like every state in the union has a state legislature. And let me tell you what happened today. So there is a Democrat representative for the state in in the state uh, for the state of Georgia. Her name, I believe, is Misha Boehner. I may have that wrong, so my apologies if I have it wrong. But I believe it's Misha Boehner, and um, she was a Democrat. She just switched to the Republican Party. So understand, this is very good for Georgia. And I have been telling you, for all of you listeners out there who who have such a problem with Kemp, look, Kemp, we all know I'm not the biggest Kemp fan, but I am a Kemp supporter. I supported him against Stacey Abrams. I supported him against Purdue because he deserved it, because he's done much better than I thought he would do. Is he a great, perfect conservative? No. Is he a good, freedom-loving libertarian? No. But at least he's not a Democrat, and he's done good things. Kemp has done some good things. Um, and and uh, opening the state of Georgia in 2020 was a good thing. Uh, and doing some of the things he's done and, and beating Stacey Abrams, very good thing. So you can rest assured um, Brian Kemp has been a very decent governor. So I'm not afraid to admit it. Not afraid to admit it. And if you can't admit it because Trump tells you not to, then shame on you. Shame on you. I'm a 100% Trump supporter, but I can also I, – I am smart enough and I'm an individual enough and I'm in control of my own mind and I'm a sycophant to no one, including Trump. I'm smart enough to say, hey, Kemp, you deserved a second term. You deserved it because you, you did way better than I thought you did. So in saying that, my point here is – I have been telling you that the state of Georgia has been trending red, and Kemp is partially to thank to that. Now, are we trending to enough to the conservative, libertarian, freedom, liberty side? Uh, to me, not enough. We need to get more to that. But at least we're trending red. We're trending Republican. We're trending towards the conservative side in Georgia. And and we were on the brink of losing the state to the Democrats. Now, we're not out of the clear, folks. We still have two Democrat senators. And were it not for the poorest candidate that we fielded in 2022, we would only have one Democrat senator. But because of some ridiculousness and and some just dumb choices, and we have to live with our choices, uh, we're stuck with two Democrat senators in Georgia. But the rest of Georgia is trending Republican, and that's a good thing. 
And we have a chance uh, pretty soon in, I uh, believe, in 20, I don't think in 2024, but in 2026, we will have a chance to win uh, a seat back, to get this uh, one of the Senate seats back. And I think we'll do that. I think we'll do that. We're, we're on a good road for that. Uh, but right now, we are trending Republican in the state of Georgia. That's a good thing. And in the state house, the state house is controlled by Republicans. The state Senate is controlled by Republicans. And now, today, a Democrat, a Democrat, a, and get this, folks. This isn't a white elitist Democrat. This is a black from a black district, a black lady from a black district who switched her affiliation this morning from Democrat to Republican. Now, why did she do that? And why won't the media touch this? Not only is the local media in Georgia not wanting to touch this, but your CNNs, your your MSNBCs, your your mainstream media, your national press, they are running away from this story. They do not want you to know that a black woman Democrat switched to a to the Republican Party today. And why does she do that? She did it because of school choice. What have you heard me scream to the top of my lungs on this radio show? Uh, I have been saying the key to victory for the Republican Party is school choice. That's just one key to victory for the Republican Party going forward. 2024, 2026, 2028 and going forward is school choice. If you want to break the Democrat hold on the black vote, it is through school choice. There are black families who want the best for their black children, and they're not getting it because the Democrats continue to block school choice. And unfortunately, some establishment Republicans also block school choice. But the conservatives and the libertarians and the freedom lovers and the and the liberty lovers, we all are for school choice. And that is one big issue that can bring Democrat voters over to the Republican Party. And the biggest example of that right now is this morning to see Misha Boehner. I believe that's her name, Misha Boehner. My apologies if I'm getting that wrong. But a black Democrat in the state of Georgia just switched parties to the Republican Party, and she switched because of the issue of school choice. Her district is is overwhelmingly black. Lots of black family, lots of black children in the black government schools. And the Democrats are blocking school choice. And this black representative in the state of Georgia who was a Democrat up until today and now she's a Republican, she switched because she believes so strongly in school choice. She believes that black children should be given the opportunity for a better education. She believes that black children should not be held down by the teachers unions that are all Democrats. The Democrat teachers union, the Democrat officials, the Democrat elected officials, they all put their foot down on the black child because they want to hold them down in poverty. They want to hold them down into not learning. They want to hold them and, and, and have them be stuck to the awful bad schools in their areas. But this lady, this wonderful representative Boehner, who switched to the Republican Party, this black official lady who was not afraid to stand up and say, I care more for my constituents, I care for more for the children than I do for my Democrat Party. I'm switching to the Republican Party. I'm doing it in the name of school choice because I am going to fight with the Republicans to get school choice in Georgia so that more black kids have an opportunity to escape the reins of poverty. That, my friends 
is an amazing thing. And that is a story that should be nationwide. The Republican Party, hear me well. If you do not take this story and make this a national story, or at least try, and, and every Republican representative in Washington, D.C. should be mentioning this story whenever they get a chance. Because it is huge. The school choice agenda, the school choice issue is an issue of the day. That is a winning issue for the Republican Party. That is a Republican Party issue. That is a winning issue. So I'm going to talk about this a little later. So understand me. Understand me. Because I'm going to say some things later uh, directly to the Republican Party. Because right now the Republican Party is not doing the things it needs to do to win. Let me repeat that. The Republican Party right now, led by the establishment goofballs, are not doing the things they need to do to win in 2024. And the presidential candidates on the Republican side are also not doing the things they need to be doing to win. And that's got to change. That's got to change. So I've got a message. And that message that I'm going to give today starts with school choice. It starts with school choice. You can pick off more Democrat black vote voters from away from the Democrat vote votes. You can bring them from the Democrat camp and put them in the Republican camp. You can bring them from the Democrat tent and put them in the Republican tent with this one issue, school choice. Ladies and gentlemen, I cannot be any more clearer than that. All right, you stay tuned. We will be right back. we got to take a profit timeout. We'll be back in just a second. Don't go anywhere. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. 
You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. All right, folks. I'm uh, taking some deep breaths. You may hear me. <laughs> and uh, I, I have to keep myself rather calm. And uh, the the legend Dave, um, I look, I can't thank the family at America's Web Radio enough. And, David, that's a direct thank you to you um, because you've been so supportive. And, and Brett, producer Brett, also supportive. And, folks, I, I will take a moment here. Um, just, I, I, I don't, I don't like to talk about myself. And, uh, but this, this is going to be a benefit to, to many of you listeners and maybe, maybe a family member or maybe somebody you know, um, that might need to get checked up and, and maybe they need some encouragement and maybe my story will, will, uh, will be the motivating factor for you today. And, and this is what happened, folks. Um, about i don't know a few weeks ago um i was just sitting at home and had uh, was stricken suddenly with unbelievable chest pain back pain arm left arm pain uh basically was having a heart attack and uh luckily i i got a family member to take me to the hospital i walked into the hospital and um was having a heart attack and i never dreamed ladies and gentlemen if you know me you guys know I'm an avid soccer player. I, I, I'm an avid uh, motocross rider. Uh, those are the two things that elevate your heart rate quite a bit. They're very good exercise. I mean, if you want to get a good exercise regime, uh, go play, uh, go go join a soccer team or or do it. Uh, my buddy here, uh, Roger, with on with uh, <laughs> I was almost at on point. Roger with Locked and Loaded, uh, go join a volleyball team. Uh, you know, go do something with elevate your heart rate. That that's some exercise that everybody needs. And, um, you know, of course, with other regiments, uh, other kind of exercise, but, uh, but you got to do these things. But, but, but those of you who know me, you know that I'm not overweight. Um, now I could stand to lose a few pounds, which oddly enough, I've lost quite a bit in the last, <laughs> last week or two. Um, but those of you who know me, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm an athlete. I'm an, I, I'm, a, I'm an exercise guy. I, I like to go to the gym. I like to walk. I like to play soccer. I, I do the motocross. I, um, I try and take care of myself. And I never dreamed, never dreamed, ladies and gentlemen, that I would have heart issue. Um, I don't have diabetes. I'm not overweight. I don't drink. I don't smoke. Never done either one of those things. Um, but yet, I found myself a few weeks ago in the hospital, uh, clinging for life, um, for lack of a better term, um, because, uh, my, what they call the widow maker was 99, basically 100% blocked. And then that, and then I had another main, uh, ar- uh, artery coming off a main vessel that was also 99% blocked. Had no idea, ladies and gentlemen. I had no idea. I, I just didn't have now hindsight is twenty twenty and I can go back and say, okay, well maybe that was a sign, maybe that was a sign. But I did not have your typical signs until I started having the heart attack. And and lucky for me, 
my heart was strong enough to get me to the hospital, get me into the hospital where they could start injecting me with nitroglycerin and blood thinners and everything else to mitigate the heart attack, get me immediate care. Um, they went in and, um, I, all after all was said and done, I have three stents now <laughs> and, uh, and I have a new lease on life. And folks understand your life is a lease. It is a lease from God or whoever you believe in. Um, you're on loan in this world. Um, I can't uh, stress it enough. Um, you, <laughs> and for lack of a better way to explain it, you are on loan into this world. You're not going to be here forever. And you better enjoy your life. You better grasp your life. You better take each day and and take it with vigor. And, and take it with happiness. Look, I know there's, gosh, there's a lot going on. There's so much you could get angry about. But don't let politics drive you to madness. Don't let what's going on. Don't let the things you can't control, don't let them drive you to madness because it will make you unhealthy. Um, you've got to approach each day as if it were your last. Live each day as if it were your last. Be happy. Find a reason to smile. Find a reason to be optimistic. You know, people ask me all the time, uh, why do I smile all the time? Why am I always happy? Why am I, um, why, why do I not let things bring me down? Why, why am I just, just most of the time I'm a joyful, happy person and, and people are constantly asking me why? How can I be that way with all that's going on in the world? Well, my answer before was always, well, when you go through cancer, like I did, you you have a new lease on life. And now, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I've been through the heart attack realm, and it gives me a new lease on life. It gave me a new lease on life, and it just it just it strengthens my understanding and my belief that you need to try and find happiness every day. If, if, if you're in something that's making you unhappy, get out of it. Only you can make the change you need to make. Only you can make the change you need to make. If you're surrounded by negative people, then get away from negative people. If you're a Democrat and you're angry at the world, then you better reassess yourself. You better look in the mirror and go, why am I so angry? And find a way to find happiness, even if that means joining the the conservative cause or, or the Republican cause or just 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 a love for life. And uh, I can't put it any other way than that, folks, because I came very close, very close to not being here. And and my my cardiologist and my nurses, um, they are all numerously told me they don't know how I walked into the hospital, let alone um, made it with. You know, I had some issues in, during the procedures when I was on the OR table, but um, but I made it. I made it, and and by the grace of God, I made it. And I I my message to everyone is is if you think you're healthy, you may be, but the one thing I learned, the one thing I learned these past few weeks, and the one thing my cardiologist continues to stress to me is you cannot outrun genetics. You cannot outrun genetics. I mean, my first question to the cardiologist is, oh, my gosh, did my eating habits cause me to have heart disease? And the nurse and the, the head nurse and the cardiologist looked at me and said, Victor, food is not your problem. 
genetics is your problem. And unfortunately, I do. I have bad genetics. My father has bad heart disease. My grandmother had heart disease. My uncle, uh, one of my uncles had, or maybe a couple of them had heart disease. So it's in the family. And my message to you is this. I thought I was so healthy because I was so much better than than my family's members who had heart disease. They were not in the shape I, I am in when they had problems. So I was convinced. I had convinced myself that I could outrun it. But you can't. You cannot outrun genetics. And so if you're a person out there, learn the genetic history of your family. Learn the genetics of your father, of your mother's family, your father's family, and understand that if you have if, if you have genetic history of heart disease in your family, no matter how healthy you think you are, you need to go get checked. And the easiest thing to do, the easiest thing to do is go get a heart scan. Go get a heart scan. Look, if you're in the state of Georgia, you can go to um, virtual imaging. Now, look, virtual imaging is not paying me to say this. Uh, maybe they will after this. But you can go to virtual imaging and you can get a free heart scan. You can sign up and get a free heart scan. That is the only way to detect. You can't go get a physical. You can't go get a checkup. None of those things are going to detect heart disease, but a, but a heart scan will. So I implore you, if you have a family history of, of heart attacks, of, of heart disease, of strokes, go get a heart scan. Uh, take the time, the hour that it's going to take to sit through the spiel of this company, um, and and it's worth it because they're going to give you a free heart scan. They're gonna they're, they they want to sell you a service, of course, but you don't have to buy it. But you can go get your free heart scan, and that free heart scan is going to tell you if you're susceptible to heart disease, if you're if you already have heart disease, if you have blockages, if you're susceptible to blockages. That heart scan can tell you so much, and that, my friend, can save your life. That can save you from getting to the point that I got to because of my stubbornness and because I had convinced myself that I could outrun heart disease. Um, I learned the hard way and I don't want you to learn the hard way. So all my listeners out there, I love you guys to death. I can't thank you enough. I want you, I want you to find out the history of your family. If there's any history of heart disease, go get a heart scan. And if you're in Georgia and maybe outside of Georgia, look, folks, I don't care where you are. Go to Virtual Imaging's website. Just look up Virtual virtual Imaging and see if they've got a, a location near you. Sign up. Go get your heart scan. You've got nothing to lose but a little bit of time, maybe an hour of your time. But what comfort you will have finding out if you don't have heart disease, if you're not susceptible for it, or better yet, if you do have, well, maybe not better yet, but in the case that you do have heart disease or you're susceptible to it, they can start you with a, or at least you go see a cardiologist, show them the scan, and at least start you on a program to start doing things to mitigate uh, your your chances of having a heart attack. Now, don't end up like I did, folks. I'm very lucky to be here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm very lucky to be here. So that is my public message, and that is why if you hear me taking a few extra deep breaths, uh, if you hear Legendary Dave reminding me to to make sure I'm keeping myself calm, um, it's, it's, it's because they care about my welfare here at America's Web Radio. Thank goodness. <laughs> no, they're, they're good people. And listen, Legendary Dave knows what he's talking about because he's been there. Legendary Dave was was worse off than I was, and uh, and now he's he's doing much much better. And uh, folks, I'm I'm just I can't stress enough. 
Um, the heart is nothing to play around with. Um, if you have heart disease in your family, that's nothing to play around with. So, I wish you had told my cardiologist that is, uh, yeah. he, he took my heart out and <laughs> they used it for a football for, a for football? five minutes. Did, did you, passing did, it back and forth. Did you bother to ask your cardiologist, uh, which way he voted to make sure just in case he knew your background? <laughs> No chance. I was smarter than that. <laughs> yeah, that was one, I was absolutely the same thing, David. I was like, I am not talking politics at all, and 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 it's funny because I it, for some reason I I just seem to be an easy person to talk to. But I had a couple of uh, black or African American nurses who started talking to me while I was in recovery in the hospital uh, about politics. It was quite interesting, and but they wanted to know, they wanted to learn, and. And, and I told them, you know, where I stood and why and, and, and why they were being, uh, taken by being sycophants for the Democrat party. And, and I gotta tell you, we have some new listeners right now who are nurses from Northside Hospital. And, and I got to give a shout out to Northside Hospital. The nursing staff that they're probably understaffed from what I could tell, but they did outstanding. The hours that these nurses put in and the people that the patients that they have to put up with and treat is just it's nothing short of an absolute amazing miracle that what what these dedicated people do and uh, and the doctors, the wonderful doctors that I that I had to work with. Um, I can't say enough for Northside Hospital and enough good things about Northside Hospital. And I'll say it about the other hospital, St. Joseph's. St. Joseph's, <laughs> yeah. I heard good things about St. Joseph. I always have. That's, uh, you know, they sliced me open. Uh, Took your heart out, played, passed it around a few times and put it back. That's right. <laughs> I just wish they hadn't have put it back upside down. But other than that. <laughs> other than know, that. No. It's, uh, no, it's, uh. Well, had you come out of your surgery voting Democrat, then we would have known something was wrong. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, no, it, it was, uh, quite an experience. And, yeah. uh, I knew, I knew, uh, that I was having a heart attack, mm-hmm. uh, in bed. Wow. And, uh, I, uh, went back to being an EMT at one time and was going through all of the things that, I had heard and people had told me over the years, and um, nothing was severe. It was just more discomfort. Mm-hmm. And uh, I finally uh, told my wife at the time, uh, you know, I think you better take me to the hospital. Wow. And uh, Yeah, it's amazing. You know, the, my cardiologist <clears throat> told me, and, and another reason I was lucky um, even though my stubborn moronness, <laughs> um, I tried to av- uh, ignore the first few signs, you know, the, the first few days of pain that I had because I, I kept chalking it off as, oh, it's a back issue or, oh, it's this or it's that. Um, my cardiologist said that in, in many situations when the widow maker goes, there aren't really a lot of signs. There aren't warning signs there. It just happens. Massive heart attack and you're gone. And, uh, but, um, in a, in a weird way, lucky for me, I did have some severe pain right as I started the heart attack. That uh, The one thing that I was not looking for, forward to, was the catheterization. I was not interested mm. in them going through my groin to get to my heart. Right. Uh, and they didn't. They, uh, started at my hand. In your wrist. And, mm. uh, went from there up and over and, 
uh, yeah, it was quite an experience. And I, the one thing that if I had it to do all over again, I would have demanded or asked for a video. I would have. Oh, loved, right. I would have loved to have seen when they, yeah. when they I, stretched my chest and, uh, oh, wow. pulled my heart out. I, I would have. That would have been something to see. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> I, I would have loved to have had a video of that. It's and, a good uh, thing you weren't the Grinch, so they could find their heart. That's right. <laughs> no, well, there were some people betting that I didn't have one. Oh, right. So, well, they, you proved them wrong. Yeah. And you so, and you and too bad you don't have video proof to prove it. I know. I know. You know, I, know. I did get to see um, some video uh, of they showed me the blockage because when I when I came. Out of the first, uh, so I had to have two, I had to go in the OR twice, once on a Friday and then once again on a Monday. And unfortunately for me, they, they had to, they went through my wrist and they went through my growing area. They went through my fem- femoral artery. Um, but, uh, but after the first procedure, uh, I, I was able, they showed me the video and I, and they showed me the blockage to show me how severe it was. Because my first question when when they were done with the first procedure, when I was sitting in the OR, I lean over and I look at the doctor and I said, so was it serious? <laughs> and and uh, his reply to me was, let me show you the video and uh, let me tell you why we, we are still baffled that you were able to walk into the hospital. And they were baffled that, uh, my heart continued to pump even when they went in with the, with the wires and everything in the balloon. They thought for sure that because I had a 99% blockage, that my heart would stop pumping blood when they put the wires in because there was no room for the blood. But he said the, my heart out of sheer stubbornness and strength, uh, was able to still pump. And, uh, it, so, I, I feel like a, a living miracle today and, uh, which is why I, I, I want the message to get out. I want you listeners to take heed to what David is saying and, and take heed to what I'm telling you because in I'm, David. I'm not sure, but I think you're about three inches taller. <laughs> I don't know how that happened, David, but I'll take it. <laughs> I will they, take they it. They put you on the stretch machine. They put machine. me on the stretch machine to make more room, maybe. I don't know, but I will take it. I, but, um, but yes, I tell you folks, it's, it's been an amazing experience, not one that I would want anyone to go through, but I do want you to take heed and catch just in case you don't know, you could be a ticking time bomb. If you've got the history in your family, you could be a ticking time bomb and you need to, to address it sooner than later, sooner than later. And, and just don't think, don't be like me. Don't think that just because you're in good shape, um, and you may not look your age, don't think that um, heart disease can't reach up and grab you because it can and it will. And uh, I am, uh, you know, I <laughs> I think I fought hard to be here because uh, I I know I've got a family depending on me and and uh, I wasn't ready to go yet. And then clearly uh, there, I, you know, I I was joking with David off the air and with producer Brett. Uh, clearly, God has a plan that I have not fulfilled yet. Because um, he allowed me to stay, and uh, you know, <laughs> we'll always be thankful for this second chance. <laughs> so, all right, folks, we got to take a break. We'll uh, we'll be right back, and I'm going to get into some more topics here, and we'll 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 move we'll move right along. So, don't go anywhere. This is the On Point with Victor show. We'll be right back. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons. 
classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, join me, Roger B., every Tuesday at 1400 hours right here on America's Web Radio for the Locked and Loaded Show. We will talk about guns, weapons, ammo, gun accessories, prepping, and so much more. So be sure to join us every Tuesday at 1400 or 2 p.m. for Locked and Loaded on America's Web Radio. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. We are back. Uh, this is the On Point with Victor Show. I am Victor Armendariz. Uh, I'm blessed and thank- thankful for uh, being able to sit here with you today. Um, <clears throat> listen, folks, I- 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 I'm not kidding about how important it is to to realize um, it's it's earth shattering. It's 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 a uh, it's it's like a. a Earthquake that shows up on our on on the Richter scale. The fact that this Democrat in Georgia switched to the Republican Party because she believes so strongly in school choice. Uh, any Democrat that tells you they care about kids, but yet they're against school choice, they are not for kids. Any Democrat that tells you they're for the black person or for the black voter or for the black family. But yet they're, they will stand in the way of you taking your black child to a better school when the Democrats stop that. And folks, they stop it every day. The, the Democrat school union goons stand in the way of school choice every day. They stand in the way of black children advancing to a better education. And they do it with a smile on their face. And for this black representative in the state of Georgia to switch to the Republican Party because she believes so strongly in the black family. She believes in black children. And listen, Joe Biden and the Democrats. Now, listen to me. Listen to me. I'm going to say something inflammatory right now. So listen to me closely. Joe Biden and the Democrats believe the black student is so stupid that they belong in poverty. Joe Biden and the Democrat Party, the progressives, believe that black children are incapable of learning so much so that they should be stuck in a failing school and they should be stuck in poverty, which will lead them to dependency on the Democrat Party. That is your Democrat Party today. That is not hyperbole. And I'll say it again. So Media Matters is clear of what I'm saying here because media matters is going just probably took a collective panty. <laughs> well, how should I, um, well, let's put it this way. They got a collective panty wide uh, show going on over there in media matters right now because of what I'm saying. Understand ladies and gentlemen, understand the Democrat party led by Joe Biden and the progressives. They believe the black family and the black student is incapable of learning. They think you can't do anything on your own. They think you're stupid. They think only white elitist liberal kids can go to the best schools and go to the best colleges. 
but your black child must be confined to a failing government school. Why? Why? Why don't they believe in school choice? Why don't they believe that the black student is just as smart as any other student? They just need the right tools. And sometimes the right tools are not the government failing school. It might be a charter school. It might be a better area in, in their, in their state, in their county, in their city. Maybe there's a better school and they can get to that school with school vouchers. They can get to that school with, with school choice, with charter schools. But the Democrat party blocks those avenues every day. They hold back the black family and the black children and for you black voters out there who still vote for democrats you need to wake up if you care about your black brothers and sisters and children and whatever if you care about them getting a better chance at life maybe than you have maybe than you have if you care for them to get a step up in the world then you would want school choice you want them to get in in the in the environment where they can learn and prosper and break the chain of dependency that is what school choice can do and that is the issue that the republican party better embrace because you just had a democrat representative in the state of georgia switch from being a democrat to a republican because of the issue of school choice that's a winning issue folks this is not rocket science and here's my message to donald trump my message to Ron DeSantis. And listen, I'm speaking mostly to DeSantis and to Trump because, folks, the only two people right now who have a shot at the nomination is Donald J. Trump and Ron DeSantis. So um, support Trump, support DeSantis. Look, I support both of them. I'll crawl over glass to support Trump. I'll call o- crawl over glass to support DeSantis. Whoever wins the nomination, whether it be Trump or whether it be DeSantis, I am for them. And right now, neither Trump nor DeSantis is talking about school choice enough. Um, you know, Trump, he'll talk about his record, and it's a great record. It's a great record. But then he goes and attacks DeSantis. That's a waste of time. That's a waste of resources. President Trump, please hear me and hear me well. You need to talk about your record, and you need to talk about school choice, and you need to talk about Biden destroying the energy sector. You need to talk about Joe Biden and the Democrats destroying the economy. You need to talk about Joe Biden and 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 the Democrats causing gas prices to go. Folks, look around. Gas prices are going up, not down. They're going up, not down. Food prices are still high. They're still up, not down. Everything that should be down to make your life easier is up. And Kamala Cackling Harris, oh my gosh, ladies and gentlemen, did you hear her uh, infant or, or at best third grade word salad the other day. She, she is so incompetent. This woman, this lady, Kamala Harris, Vice President Harris has got to be the most incompetent vice president we've ever had. And just listen to what she was trying to say the other day. She, she speaks in circles. She speaks at a third grade level. It's terrible. She has no grasp of the issues. All she can do is say a few words, a word salad, in in in, in a redundant fracture, um, in a redundant method, and then she cackles and then she laughs. I mean, she's incompetent, ladies and gentlemen. We do not want this woman anywhere near the presidency. She's absolutely incompetent, and this is your Democrat Party. 
this is your Democrat Party, and and we can't afford this today. And so President Trump and Ron DeSantis, Governor DeSantis and President Trump, you need to pivot to talking about the economy, talk about the energy sector, talk about this ridiculous need that the Biden administration, this, this ridiculous need they seem to have or want, this, this, this goal they have of destroying the energy sector. Talk about their, their ridiculous move to try to move you to a battery operated vehicle. Folks, it's not going to work. It's not going to work. Um, Talk about the food prices. Talk about the gas prices. That is what Donald Trump needs to be talking about. Seventy percent or more of the people in this country are 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 understanding that we have a a, a troubling economy. There's sixty, seventy, or more percent of the polling public voter in this country says that we're on the wrong track. We're on a wrong economic track. Joe Biden will look at you in the face and lie to you. Kamala Harris will look at you in the face and lie to you. Kamala Harris had the audacity to say the other day that um, that her and Biden work every day to bring down the prices of, of energy, the prices of food. That is nonsense, folks. Joe Biden and, and Kamala Harris are working every day to drive the prices up. Your everyday needs for life your everyday needs, your everyday things that you have to purchase are being driven up by Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. They're doing the opposite of what they're telling you. They're trying to tell you, what is that old saying? And David, I'm sure you know this as a farm saying that if you put lipstick on a pig, it's still a dirty pig. Well, the Democrats right now are trying to tell you that the economy, don't pay attention to what your lying eyes are telling you. Because your eyes are telling you that the economy is bad. The, uh, your eyes are telling you that, my goodness, I'm having trouble making it month to month. I'm having trouble with my rent. I'm having trouble with my mortgage. I'm having trouble making, uh, purchasing food. I'm having trouble purchasing gas. I'm having trouble purchasing insurance. I'm having trouble with all the things to live. Everything costs you more. And it's all because of Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and the progressive Democrats. And President Trump, for you to be attacking Ron DeSantis is a waste of time. And for the Republicans to be going after Joe Biden and Hunter Biden, look, Hunter Biden is corrupt. Joe Biden is corrupt. We all know this. But that's not going to win you the election. The people who are sitting in the middle of the road who don't follow politics, they only know their wallet. They know they're feeling pain. But if you go and tell them that your number one goal is to put Hunter Biden in jail or Joe Biden in jail, then you're going to fail and you're going to lose. But if you, President Trump, if you get out there and you talk about your economic record, you talk about your energy record, and you talk about Joe Biden's record, and you talk about where the economy is today versus where it was when you left office, that's a winning message, President Trump. You don't need to attack Ron DeSantis. You don't need to attack Ron DeSantis. President Trump, if you attack every day with reminding people what a disaster Biden is, remind people what a dementia patient Biden is, remind people how incompetent Harris is, remind people that Harris is a heartbeat away from assuming the presidency. Remind people the food cost. Remind people the gas cost. Remind people the inflation rate. Remind people and remind black folks, the black voter and the Hispanic voter, remind them that it is the Biden administration that is making their life harder. It is the Biden administration that wants to keep them dependent. Not independent, but dependent.
It is the Biden administration that wants to hold back little black children and little brown children. It is the Biden administration and the Democrat Party that wants to stop school choice. And it wants to stop black children and brown children from achieving the best they can be. It is the Democrat Party and the Biden administration that is telling black children and brown children that they're too stupid to excel. They can't be as smart as the white kids. That is what Joe Biden and the Democrats are telling you. They are telling you this. So, President Biden, please, please stop attacking Ron DeSantis. He's your closest ally. Ron DeSantis, look, President Trump, we don't know what these indictments are going to bring. We don't know if that's going to force you out of the race one day. We don't know. I know we don't want to talk about it and you don't want to think it. But we don't know what this justice system being run by the Democrats is going to be able to do to you. And in the case that you're not able to run and com- or, or, or be the nominee, the closest person to you and your agenda and to Magna agenda is Ron DeSantis. So stop attacking Ron DeSantis and, and start attacking Joe Biden. Start attacking Kamala Harris. Start – and you don't have to attack. All you got to do is tell them the truth. Tell the people the truth. Tell the voters the truth. President Trump, you have an uncanny ability to reach middle America. You have an uncanny ability to reach the working man and woman of this country. You have an uncanny ability to reach the downtrodden in this country. President Trump, you have an uncanny ability to reach the people in this country who feel left behind. They feel left behind by the elitist in Washington. President Trump, you have the best ability because I've seen you do it. You did it in 2016. You connected when these people, to these people when Hillary Clinton couldn't. So President Trump, please take my advice. Get back to what you're good at. And what you're good at is policy. Talk policy. Talk about the economy. Yes, David. I hate to bust in on you, but no, please. You're you're leading up to uh, a revelation that I had. Uh, Excellent. A couple of days ago, as a matter of fact, and you and I have talked about this. Uh, the country is on edge like it's never been on mm-hmm. edge before, and I kept thinking, you know, obviously it's. Biden and his joke as a with an administration that's horrendous mm-hmm. but the one thing that I really got to thinking about is the comfort that I had personally with Trump in office and I didn't agree with everything he did. I didn't mm-hmm. agree with everything that he said or tweeted or whatever. Right. But, <laughs> yeah. but, I was confident he had a plan. Absolutely. I was confident that whatever and, happened. And the right plan. And the right plan. Mm-hmm. And where I have no respect, no, I can't say anything nice about Biden. And I've never had such irreverence towards a president mm-hmm. since I knew what a president was. Yeah, right, right. And Biden not only 
It's his old administration. It's like that yelling, bowing. There was no excuse for that. Mm-hmm. They should have had a briefing, and she should have known not to bow to the Chinese. Right. And it's just there's just nothing good about the Biden administration, and I have not no at all confidence in it. Not at all because they have no plan. They, for they, anything. they are an anti-American, anti-freedom, anti-liberty party. That's what the Bidens are right now. That's what the progressive Democrats are right now. And, uh, and David, you, you pointed out greatly, folks, you may not agree with everything about Trump. Maybe, maybe, but maybe he's. confidence that no matter uh, what happened, uh-huh. you know, if, he, if quote, unquote, they uh, attacked. Right. We knew Trump would protect us. Yeah. Without a doubt. You can't say that about the dementia patient in the White House right now. You can't say it about any Democrat, honestly. In fact, David, that leads me to a quick story. One of the other breaking stories today was the, the DOD. And, and David, this is going to chap your derriere, you being an Army veteran. The Democrats, the Biden administration and the Democrats are forcing are trying to force the DOD to spend DOD money. This is military money that should be repairing our F-35s. I don't know, folks, if you understand or not, but about 60 percent of our it's either 60 percent or 40 percent of our fleet of F-35s are grounded right now because of maintenance issues and about. I want to say 40 or so percent of our attacking submarine fleet is grounded right now because of maintenance issues. We need to be focusing on the weaponry of the United States military because that's what they're going to need to protect us should that day ever come. But the Biden administration, and David, this is going to chap your derriere, and anyone else out there, especially you veterans, listen to this. The Biden administration and the progressive Democrats are willing to cut military spending but yet they want to take the military dollars and force the DOD to pay and fund for the death of American babies. How, how this makes any sense, ladies and gentlemen, I don't care where you stand on abortion. I don't care. I know where I stand and I am comfortable being with the, <laughs> with, with the Lord above on, on, on how I view abortion. But the point here is this is not an abortion issue. This is a, a, a humanity issue, a security issue, a common sense issue. The DOD, the Department of Defense, our military, they exist for one reason and one reason only, and that's to blow stuff up. Their job is to secure the, the, the freedoms and liberty of this country, the sovereignty of the United States. If we get attacked or our interests are attacked, the DOD and our military's purpose is to go blow stuff up. Their purpose is not to go fund the killing of American babies. And that is what the Biden administration is trying to do. We don't need taxpayer defense money going to kill American babies when we have ships that aren't working, submarines that aren't working, we have planes that aren't flying, we have helicopters that aren't flying. And and right now, I have to say kudos to Senator, oh my gosh, I'm going to forget his name, but he's a senator from Alabama. And right now, he is he is stalling out the confirmation of some some military um um and advancements because of what the Biden administration is doing with the DOD. So okay folks, we got to end this here. Listen folks, 
Please take heed to what I said about about the heart issue. Uh, understand what happened to me. And I got to end this show with a huge, huge thank you to my family, especially my better half, my wife. I she is the the rock, the wall, whatever you want to say. Um, kudos to her for going through what she just went through, what I just put her through. All right, folks, stay tuned. Uh, Locked and loaded is next with Roger B. We'll see you next week. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.